Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time with Elliot Danga, Timothy Go, and Chua Tian Tian. Time now for In the Spotlight. And today it's about Weave Living. It's uh, Asia Pacific's leading fully integrated lifestyle rental accommodation provider. And they are set to open their first Singapore property tomorrow. That's March the 8th at 33 Jalan Sultan. Now, their property in Singapore will see 17 adjacent two story heritage shop houses transformed into the ultimate urban lifestyle living experience in Haraf, one of Singapore's arts and culture districts. Sounds good, actually. It's straddling uh, two centrally located neighbourhoods of Bugis and Kampong Glam. The property is about seven minutes drive or a 15-minute MRT ride away from Singapore's uh, CBD, uh, you know, Marina Bay Raffles Place, that area, as well as the up-and-coming Bugis Business Hub. But for a company that's headquartered in Hong Kong, I wonder, how have they had to tweak their business model to fit into Singapore's rental accommodation landscape. Let's find out more from Sachin Doshi, who is founder and CEO of Weave Living. Sachin, good afternoon. Hey, how's it going? Nice to be on the show. <laughs> yeah, quite an interesting prospect you guys are providing. One of uh, Asia Pacific's leading owner, developer, operator of rental accommodation. What is Weave Living's USP? Look, you know, we are ultimately all about hassle-free city living. You know, we cater to, you know, globally-minded citizens who live in big cities in in Asia and give them an amazing place to live where they can thrive in the city, where they can build meaningful connections. And, And frankly, you know, our job is to free up their time so they can focus on things that really matter to them and take away all the hassles of renting away from them. Mm. How or what prompted you to start this? Was it really that situation where you're trying to find your own accommodation and you realize, well, this is quite a hassle? Look, I think there's certainly, you know, a little bit of that. Um, you know, maybe I sort of back dial to, to sort of my own journey. You know, I was born in India and I moved to Australia for university when I was 17. And, you know, one of the clearest memories and the most sort of critical memories I have in my mind is the day that I, you know, literally landed in, you know, camera out of all places in the world. I landed in my student accommodation and I just burst out crying. I was a 17-year-old kid, never lived away from home. And, you know, really what made me feel better is when one of, you know, my, my neighbors just knocked on my door and said, you want to go and, you know, grab a drink. And really for me, that was the power of community and the power of, how important it is to live with people who make you happy. And, you know, then, you know, I moved to Hong Kong in, you know, 2007, and I was in this, you know, brand new building in a great location, but I was incidentally in Singapore for meetings. Um, You know, I I lived on the 31st floor, you know, of, of my building, and, you know, I got a call from building management saying, the window in your apartment has fallen into the swimming pool can you come and fix it? And look, you know, I, I don't know about you, I, I don't carry my landlord's, you know, number with me everywhere I go. I, you know, try to find out, you know, where they were and, you know, really sweet lady. She's like, look, my son is traveling for work. Can you just put a cardboard box on the window and, you know, wait till next week till we fix it? And it was typhoon season in Hong Kong. And I know Singapore's had a ton of rain last week. And imagine, you know, that sort of rain living on the 31st floor and not having a window. So, you know, to me, you know, that made me think, you know, how poor rental experiences are for people living in big cities, because the fact of the matter is the mom and pop landlord doesn't care. 
And I wanted to change that. You know, I wanted to make renting a more pleasurable experience. Um, you know, I wanted, you know, people, regardless of what, what their budget is, to get a great experience when they, <clears throat> when they live somewhere. Because for many people, it is the single biggest expense they have every month. Uh, and why should that not be enjoyable? Why should that not be, you know, something that is not a hassle? And that was really the genesis of the business. Sachi, when a window falls into the swimming pool, that's a red flag for me, you know. <laughs> uh, look, I, look, I agree. And, and this was, you know, you know, the building shall remain unnamed because the developer shall remain unnamed. But, you know, it was a brand new building. And, you know, these, these sort of things happen, right? And, you know, it's not about whether these things happen. It's about how that is responded to. Mm. And, you know, in non-institutional, you know, landlord situations, they usually not handled very well because, you know, the landlord is just not capable of handling it, yeah. right? So, you know, I think for a brand like ourselves, you know, we deeply care about our residents. Uh, we deeply care about the buildings that we own and manage and, you know, delivering consistency of service, delivering good service, you know, is, is very critical to us. And, you know, we're really excited that we're in Singapore and, and I think it's a rental market that needs a shakeup. Interesting, because, I mean, you were describing, of course, a different market. And when it comes to Singapore, we've got this reputation of it's got to be tip top. It's got to be high end service. So when you look at Singapore's market, what gap is it you're looking to fill? What kind of opportunity does it represent? Yeah, look, I mean, that's a good question, right? And, you know, people have this perception that good service is expensive. Fact of the matter is good service, if delivered well and, you know, delivered smartly, doesn't cost a lot. And it makes a huge difference to the customer's experience. So for us, you know, we're not, we're not trying to be, you know, the ultra sort of luxury end of the market. Uh, you know, there's enough people, you know, trying to do that and burning cash doing it. But for us, it is, you know, how do we deliver fantastic value for money? So like I said, whether you are, you know, a 22-year-old who's just moved away from mom's home for the first time or whether you're, you know, 40-year, you know, mid-career professional who's spending a year in Singapore, you know, how do we deliver fantastic value to you? Um, you know, how do we deliver a great experience to you in beautifully designed spaces, uh, in great locations? You know, where you can, again, you know, focus, you know, your time and energy on building great memories of, you know, being in the city or living in the city. So, you know, you know, our goal is to fill fill that gap, which, you know, is, is not satisfied by, you know, the, the sort of traditional service departments that are, you know, massive units, really boring, dull design, you know, or the, you know, I guess the HDB flat, which is, you know, again, very cookie cutter and, you know, doesn't deliver any experience. It's a big sort of white space in the middle, you know, that, that we are catering to, whether that's, you know, again, expats, you know, spending, you know, between three months to three years in Singapore um, or, you know, overseas Singaporeans who've returned home and, you know, they realize that, you know, they don't want to live out in the burbs. They want to live in, in an infill location in the city where it's convenient and where the social infrastructure. And look, the fact of the matter is globally residential and, you know, accommodation is becoming more of a service. You know, our residents really are our customers. They, they expect great product, great service and good value for money, which is something we deliver consistently across the brand. Yeah, it's more than uh, the swimming pool or the gym. But Sachin, I've spent some time in Hong Kong, dynamic market over there. Comparing your, your business model, Hong Kong and Singapore, right? How different are the demographics? Because you've mentioned expatriate living a couple of times. Uh, tell me a little bit more. You know, it's interesting. I would say historically, 
there was this perception that, look, you know, for Singapore, you know, Singaporeans, you know, they, they have access to HDB and, you know, it's not a rental accommodation is not a solution that local Singaporeans might be looking for. I think over the last few years that has changed. And I think it's it's a fundamental shift in which I think many Singapore local Singaporeans will also sort of partake, which is, uh, you know, work from home becomes more prevalent. You know, the need to build meaningful connections with your friends, colleagues, you know, your broader network and circle becomes more important and critical. Uh, and, you know, again, living in beautifully designed spaces in, in locations where you don't have to commute for 45 minutes. I think that's what we are solving. Uh, I think the other piece is if you look at, you know, the, you know, 40% of the rental demand in Singapore comes from expats. And, you know, what has happened, especially recently, uh, I think Singapore has truly become a magnet for global talent. And, you know, this is somewhere I think, you know, the Singapore government's done a great job in, you know, in attracting talent to the city. But, you know, just attracting talent is not good enough. I think the city needs to remain competitive across a whole slew of different measures, you know, social, entertainment, infrastructure, and housing. And, you know, rents in Singapore have gone bonkers recently. Yeah. And frankly, I think that is something that can put off many people from moving to Singapore. So, you know, in a way, we see ourselves as, you know, being a part of the solution where, you know, good quality, well-located rental housing, you know, that is flexible, that is good value for money, is accessible to global talent moving to Singapore, just, you know, which makes the city more attractive for people to move to. So I think you read my mind when you talked about rental. It's a bit of a two-part question. Uh, part one being, uh, how does that affect you guys if you're looking at expanding? And maybe after that, you could tell me, you know, if I'm a Singaporean, I'm looking for a different kind of experiential living. Uh, what should I do when it comes to approaching uh, Weave Living? Look, you know, we are a very approachable company. So I don't think there's a whole lot that you need to do to approach us. Okay. You know, simply, you know, walk by our property, you know, pop in and say hello. Uh, You know, go on our website, you know, book a viewing. You know, we make renting a pleasurable experience. Nice. Um, So again, you know, some of the things that have happened in Singapore recently, and, you know, my friends tell me this, you know, the lease comes up for renewal, landlord says double the rent or move out. and you know that that, that that you know that doesn't sound very friendly to me. Um, you know, brokers don't even show up to viewings anymore because you know they know that the property is going to get lapped up within minutes. Um, and that that's all well and good when the market you know is going bonkers. And I'll you know keep using this word, um, but in normal markets, that is terrible customer experience. Yeah. Um, so as a company, we're set up for good times and bad times. I mean, how do we always give our residents? consistent experience. Um, you know, whether your budget is, you know, two and a half thousand dollars a month or your budget is five thousand dollars a month, you will get the same quality of service from a weave living staff, regardless of what your budget is, regardless of the place that you're looking to move into, regardless of where you come from. You know, we're a super inclusive, you know, really global company. And I think for a city like Singapore that is positioning itself, you know, as a as a regional and a global hub, I think that's super important that you know, every aspect of life is, you know, super inclusive and convenient. All right. Been speaking with Sachin Doshi, who is founder and CEO of Weave Living. Sachin, I do appreciate your time today. Take care and have a great uh, Tuesday evening. Appreciate our time. It was nice chatting. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.